I'm not saying it's true, I'm saying I believe it. There's no way you actually believe that. Come on. Will you at least admit that it's possible? I'll admit that you're an idiot. We're joined with a very special guest today. In our studio. Comedian Tom Roth. Yay! Yay! He's back! Yay. Thank God. You, I mean, you guys didn't get to hear the first time, so the he's back doesn't make sense. But well, we no, we, we promoted it pretty right. hardcore that next week we were going to have Comedian Tom Roth, and then... We recorded. It didn't sound right. We decided we were going to redo it. Everyone's schedules didn't match up, but now they do. Now we're here. Now and we're all we here, are. and we have we have Tom Roth with us. Tom, Brown. how you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. It's good to see you. Happy as hell that you're here. Yep. Yeah, I'm very yep. very stoked about it. I am too. I am too. Thank you. I'm hoping this will uh, this reach will... the air. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I'm hoping for that too. <laughs> I'm hoping that your experience with us is everything you hope for and more. At one point. <laughs> it was the first time. The yeah. second time, there's no telling. <laughs> so how have, you been, how have you been, sir? Or maybe I'll just be the gaps in the Nixon tape that is your guys' podcasting career. That could I be, like that. I like that. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Thank That's you good. for that. So how, how have you been, Thomas? I've been good. Yeah? Feeling, feeling better? I think last time we said you were sick, which you were. It sounded like a lie, but you were um, <laughs> feeling better? Yeah. You at least cool. told us you were sick. I don't I don't know if it was true or not. <laughs> Whatever. I, wa- I was sick. All right. Well, it's it's great to have you. I wasn't I wasn't sick on Saturday though. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, he- and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Saturday. <laughs> well, welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> so, um Like they give a shit when this is being recorded. <laughs> like they like they give a shit. I don't know, we might have some diehards out there that are waiting. I would like to think so. I'd like to think so. I'd yeah. like to think so. Well, yeah, but I mean, they don't give a shit when it was recorded. That's true, as long as it's released on the... Yeah, okay, yeah. good point, good point. As long as it's released around the yeah. general same time. Yeah. They're like, I'm listening to this now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, well, um, I think we kind of, uh, you know, as far as it goes, introduction-wise, you, you know you know me, I'm Nick, you know uh, JJ. Tom, Tom's a local comedian. Uh, also, not just a local comedian, he's um, a, a TV comedian. Yeah, you've been on the on the telly. Yep, Donzilla yeah. Showcase. Yep. Yeah, you you've been on TV more than I have. You've been on TV more than both of us have combined. <laughs> combined, in <Yeah>. fact. <laughs> uh, super funny dude. I guess. Would you like to introduce yourself and you know talk a little bit? Well, I'm uh, first of all, I'm here to plug my business. I sell. I didn't know this. I sell clothing for men. Um, oh, I call it Menswear House. Oh, I get it. It's like. Like it's a, like another company. Yeah, it's like it's like for menswear. It's a house for menswear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like menswear house. It's a house for menswear, but not a warehouse like you have a bunch of things. What's funny is I went to a place. I, I don't know if uh, if you realize this. There's actually a place that's similar. Um, I, I don't want to name any names. Uh, you'll see why. I went there. Uh, not great. Not a great place to rent clothing from. I had a. I didn't have that same. Ex- no, I did have a similar experience. Mm-hmm. Well, because it was your wedding, so yeah, yeah. it was my wedding. <laughs> it was your. We experience all had the same well. experience, and yes. it was not great for any of yes. us. I I was holding my crotch together all through the ceremony. Oh, but you would have been doing that anyway. Yeah, I would have been holding my crotch all ceremony anyway. Would have been doing that if you had gone to menswear house. <laughs> that's true. They would they have held my crotch for me? Because <laughs> that's a place I'll go. What el- what Gladly. Else you, what else have you been doing, Thomas? Yeah, other than starting this fabulous new company. Well, I've mostly been working. I've been enjoying your podcast. Listen to every episode. Uh, 
except for the solder children one. Yeah, we, we get it. <laughs> for any of the Google Play listeners, if you go to the solder children one, or you might already know, there's only seven minutes of it up, and Nick finally admitted to me last week <laughs> that I was correct on this issue. All right, look, the technical difficulties happen to everybody, and the way we we I think we we always believed you, but we um, assumed that that was the best seven minutes of it, so we didn't <laughs> we didn't really rush to fix it. it I know, was, I know, like when your dads were born, and that you got a tattoo, and that's best all seven. I know about the solder children. <laughs> Well, you know there are other means to listen. You know what? That's not a good thing to say. No. When I yeah, I should just fix that. I I have a joke on. I forget what episode you were talking about. The word for seeing patterns. Um, what, oh, that was, was our Bruce Lee episode. Bruce yeah. Lee episode. Yeah, like and I think the word was like Aquafina. Yeah, a- Anastasia. Yeah, I think it was. It's both of those are at least synonyms for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Um, you just get a rag on our podcast all the time. I'm really glad we brought you. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> We've heard it all. So. We, here we brought a guest to shit on us in studio. <laughs> yeah, usually they <laughs> not just online. Wait. Yeah, they just wait till the iTunes reviews. In addition to being a comedian, Thomas is also an impressionist. What do you think of that, Nick? Oh, that's bad. Were you with JJ? That's very interesting. I. <laughs> Was yeah. that me? And <laughs> an impressionist is someone who does impressions of other people. Oh wow! Oh, it is me, you That's... son of a bitch! <laughs> Come on! Come on! Is there an echo in the room? You can't! You, you, you can't! You can't! You can't! You can't! You can't! You can't! The Illuminati! <laughs> oh my oh, God! Lovely. I'm seeing double. <laughs> It's like listening in a mirror. <laughs> Which is, by the way, fans, how we recommend you listen to our podcast. Just looking in a mirror the whole time doing nothing else. Possibly with uh, some sort of... Uh... Headphones? No, I was going to say headphones. So. You were pointing to our headphones. So no, I'm I know. Not... The thing you put in your ears, like uh, earplugs. 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 Oh, oh I get earplugs, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would recommend that as well. I'm not a comedian. I'm sorry. <laughs> Weird. I bet our listeners don't know that. Right. <laughs> now, I actually, I actually do have a set. I think out of all the sets, it's the one that's the most popular. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say I have like a seven words you can't say on television or anything like that. Um, You're basically Carlin. I mean, it's the same. You guys are, <laughs> and you've you've done the same things. You've earned the same credit. Exactly. You've both been on TV. Yeah. I remember hosting the first episode of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but. Uh, the one I the one I got the most feedback on was my conspiracies bit, where I listed a bunch of conspiracies, and this was actually before you guys. Oh, so you're an expert, okay? Yeah, I'm. That's an why you brought him on. <laughs> I actually saw someone that said, "Believe every conspiracy theory you see on YouTube," and my conspiracy theory set is actually on YouTube, which makes it true, according uh-huh. to this one guy. It says, "Believe everything you see on YouTube." That's I mean, your, is that your conspiracy? I think that's just proof that what I've been arguing is true. Of course it is. I would call it proof. Yeah. It was just like 7-Eleven is a part-time job. <laughs> and I have God I have some it. more conspiracies I wrote specifically for my appearance on this podcast. And and they are they are proven to be true, right? Yeah. Well, okay. I think I think the band No Doubt I contend that there was doubt <laughs> starring Meryl Fuck Street. You. We're going to have to do that next episode. <laughs> No doubt. Was there doubt? And then I think like they're actually with Fight Club, I think that's real. 
and just some people got confused and thought it was on a plane. Is the Delta Airline thing still current, or is that is that a <laughs> dead <American>. horse? <laughs> No, that's it is American. Why do I always fucking say Delta? <laughs> they're all the same. They're not. It doesn't matter. The only one that's okay is Southwest. Fair um, and then charging for ranch, I think, is a conspiracy. I mean, you ask anybody in the Midwest. Yeah, like it, it's a huge point of contention. It's like a quarter or something. Yeah, it's ridiculous. A lot of the, yeah, it's getting. Ba- that's I like mean, charging hot sauce down south, or it's like charging like water. In Vegas, like if you go into a place, like they don't charge for water anywhere, you know, <laughs> like there's free water cups. That's like, or they like, should treat ranch the same way. They yeah, should I have agree. a ranch dispenser. Which is pretty much like the water of the Midwest. Yeah. Ranch. I, honestly, I want to petition to change the name of ranch to Midwesterners water. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think I could do like a GoFundMe and a, like an online petition? I'd start. I'd, I'd donate to that. Yeah, yeah. I'd donate to that. Anyway, we are here today to we are? discuss... A conspiracy theory, um, JFK. So let's go. No, 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 Don't get them started. Yeah, do not. Don't get the internet started on that. The internet. Okay. Well then. Well, I guess our next one is Paul. Paul is dead. Okay, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. Okay. No, that was the joke when we're doing flat Earth. We are going to eventually do flat Earth. I've had a lot of people. You are talking about the the top two that people have asked us to do, which is JFK and flat Earth. And, yeah, probably. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you are someone who believes flat earth or you know someone who believes flat earth, I would love to have you as a guest on. The problem is Nick doesn't believe in flat earth and does not want to argue. Well, I it, there's a couple things that we've talked about that I I'm I'm uh, hesitant at at most yeah. to argue because I just I feel like I try to present myself on this podcast even if I'm arguing something I don't 100% believe. Um I think there are certain beliefs that are, are a little bit damaging, and it's hard to argue those. Yeah. I'll try. But... Yeah. Which brings us to our topic, Donald Trump's ties to Russia. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> brings us to our topic, vaccinations. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> All right. Yeah, stop. You're, you're hijacking this podcast. We're doing, we're doing Paula's dead. Which one of us? <laughs> As promised. <laughs> okay. uh, hey, so now Paul come on. Dead. The September 11th one is done. <laughs> yes, is, uh, one is, is done. Is Paul dead? Oh, hijacking. Thank you. Oh, is Paul dead, Thomas? Um, well, in a word, no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You're not on my side already. All right, all right before we... Uh, spoilers. 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 No, the, the title so, is a spoiler. Yeah, okay. So we're, we're doing Paul is Dead, and now we can jump into all the background about how this came about, but I think what's going to be more beneficial to listeners and everybody else is some background about the Beatles, and that's more or less oh. why we brought Thomas in. Yeah, let me let me kind of fill that little mental gap. Uh, um. We're talking about Paul McCartney from the Beatles. Yes, we're talking about Paul Which McCartney that might from have, the Beatles. There, there might not have been a mental gap for listeners, but if there was, that's okay. what we're talking yeah. about. We're talking about Paul McCartney from the Beatles. And truthfully, Nick and I, I, I enjoy listening to the Beatles, I, but I have my, a couple of my favorite songs. But I can't say that I'm any sort of Beatle extraordinary encyclopedia. And I really like them, and I've listened to like everything. But I also, I mean... The, I, I don't think they're one of my favorite bands by any means, but I definitely really enjoy them. But one of the I, I think that's one of the reasons we have Thomas on because they were very important to you, right? Yeah, yeah. I was raised on them. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. The, the Beatles raised Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. He was a roadie for some time. Well, I mean, okay. 20, 40 years before his birth. I was going to say, if he was raised by the Beatles, there's not that many that could have done it. That's true. <laughs> Since three of them are dead. Who are dead. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so well, who are the Beatles? 
Actually, I just got a Google alert on Ringo. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, not Ringo. No. Okay, so the Beatles, um, of course, they're known for singing Sweaty Betty. Yeah, of course. Yep, yep. My favorite. Um, in... Was there any other song that that, uh, that you can think of? Oh, that... oh for, before we do this, favorite Beatles song, go. Oh, yeah, we need to do that. Uh, Sweaty Betty. No. Sweaty Betty. Tom, right, Thomas, what good. is your favorite Beatles song? Um... I think just the Sgt. Pepper's album as a whole. It's so okay. hard to narrow it down to a song. You know, and, and I almost feel like album is actually more fair. I know yeah. I kind of did this thing um, when we were talking about favorite movie, and I was like, yeah. I hate it when people can't, like, you know, they're like, well, what do you mean? It's like, fucking answer the question. But but I now I get it with the Beatles thing. It's hard to say favorite Beatles song because they're know, totally different. And then, and then even coming out of my mouth, like, I want to say sergeant pepper or abbey road or, yeah. or the white album it's just i can't yeah. like it's hard to like pick one i think yeah uh, and, it, and you know what saying album is fair because you can because back then you could look at it as an entire body of work uh, yeah, maybe versus more, one or two singles it, maybe it's more saying like that's true that's true albums were a lot more important back in the it, it, things were listened to as albums exclusively yeah. Yeah. not as singles yeah. you know and i think if i had to say honestly um what my favorite album was uh, um it probably revolver. If, That's a good one. If I had to pick, I like that era. I like that kind of like uh, maybe like Rubber Soul revolver, like that that little kind of from Rubber Soul revolver. That that era where it was kind of right before the kind of where the weirdness, the drug weirdness, really started, and right after like the the poppiness had just kind of went out. You know yeah. what I mean? That that just in the middle, like because a lot of people are like. Okay, you know, a lot of people will, will categorize into three, where it's like it's Poppy Beatles, it's Weird Beatles, and then it's like classic masterpiece, like, you know... Um, um, let It Be. Yeah, Let It Be Beatles, you know? Yeah, and, they're, they're, that's my favorite Beatles song, is Let It Be. Let It Be is a great song. I, can't a great even, I, I think if I had to pick... Uh, right now I'm thinking, gun to my head, if I had to pick at least the song that I've most enjoyed most, probably Lady Madonna. First first of all, that's nobody, a great one. nobody said gun to your head, you... You just threw that in there, sir. <laughs> Gun to my head. We don't have to do that. Yeah, but I I like to think in those. You terms. like to put that in there just in case. Yeah. All right. So get, before we get way off track, uh, yeah. give me. Oh wait, give wait me... Thomas, did you, did you have a, a song contention, or was it just an album? It was song too too nitpicky. God, it's hard to just narrow down. I think, I think the uh, the most meaningful ones came out of George Harrison. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. I was I actually, I actually almost said, yeah, something's one of my favorites. Here Comes the Sun obviously is a great one. Um, I actually almost said uh, if you take if, if you take like what's your favorite song by a Beatle, um, it would be something, you know, uh, it would be a, a Harrison solo song. Yeah. Because, I mean, some of his solo stuff was, you know, the best or, of any Beatle. While My Guitar Gently Weeps, yeah. that's another one of my favorites. Yeah. 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 Eric Clapton on guitar because it didn't sound beatly enough on the album that had nine minutes of fucking random noises just thrown together. <laughs> well, like, um, oh, what's your favorite Beatles song, Thomas? Before we, we're, we're I, we like I said, I, it's, I, I'll take too long there. Okay, so, okay, so no, uh, so anyway, we got that out of the way, fans. Don't fucking ask us now. Anyway, um, <laughs> unless you have a gun to our heads, apparently, yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of have a kidnapping fantasy. Does it change like, if you have a knife to your heart? Knife, yeah. to, knife to my heart. Um, yeah, actually, you know, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. All right, all right. Give me, give me my my background on the Beatles so we yes. can argue this, so I can make Nicholas. Like I want to argue. Let's argue. I want to argue too. Okay, so in March 1957, John Lennon formed the Quarrymen. Okay. Yay. Um, and then three months later, uh, Paul and John met, and then Paul played like 35 Flight Rock for him, and then Paul joined the Quarrymen. 
And then, which, which and, is interesting that that John was the leader of this, but then everybody went out and said like Paul McCartney was the leader of the oh the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, because um, like growing up, I think probably because he had been assassinated in 1980. Like <laughs> I heard, I heard the most about John Lennon out of anything. Me too. So, that's the Beatles. Yeah. That's... Up until I really got into the Beatles, I assumed that John Lennon was always like the biggest member of the Beatles. Yeah. But, and then as I learned more, like up until he was assassinated, it was all Paul. It really was. Oh, well, it was, it was Paul until 1966. And then it was the, but we'll get into that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll and, get into that. And that, you know, that even points out to the Lennon McCartney, when the, on their songs, and then how Paul wanted to go McCartney-Lennon. And I think that just yeah, that, well, that kind of shows, like, the big-headedness of Yeah, like, well, what, what, what he did was Not he was like, hey, can we, t- can we just take the songs that I wrote and make it McCartney-Lennon, and then Lennon's songs can still be Lennon-McCartney? Oh, I can teach you how to do the Beatles impression. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll do that later. Get to my get, get to <laughs> okay. the background. Get to the background. Okay, cliffhanger. Yeah, cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them coming back. There's a beef liver buried in the backyard. <laughs> Thomas, you don't know that one. That's from Solder Children. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> just, Fuck me, right? Just <laughs> fucking make references to the Solder Children. Oh, that's a low blow, time. man. That's a low blow. I didn't even mean to. That was just the best cliffhanger we've had so far. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Okay, go, 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 go. Okay. Go. Um, but before this day Back is done, I will do my Beatles impressions. Okay. So, and then in 1958, George Harrison joined. And I will say that if you listen closely to the Beatles um, and, like, you hear any really good guitar riffs, that's George Harrison. Yep. And you hear, yeah. like, any simple guitar picking or anything like that, that that's Paul McCartney or John Lennon. Because I think out of the three of them, he really had the most, like, technical talent. Uh, well, let me, let me, I, I actually wanted to amend that and just say, if you listen to the Beatles and you hear anything that has a lot of musicality and sounds good, it's probably Harrison. Like sounds like it's very technical and, and good. It's probably Harrison in general, whatever it is, whatever you're looking at. And I'm not saying that the other Beatles weren't good, but Harrison was really the. the I'm not best. saying the other Beatles weren't. Okay. They were okay. No, they were, I mean they were great musicians. They were great promoters. But but George Harrison was, in my opinion, the real talent of the Beatles. Okay. But would anyway. you would you agree? Thomas? So I, 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 I would agree that he is the biggest talent of the Beatles. Yes. So. Yeah. Okay, that's a better way to put it. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Sorry. But, <laughs> and then in 1960, Stuart Sutcliffe joined the band. Um, and then he quit in 1961. He died of a cerebral hemorrhage from a ruptured aneurysm, and it believed to be from a fight that John Lennon tried to stop that he was getting beat up on January of 1961. Ooh, really? Fun. Interesting. And they, uh, you know they tried auditioning like for Decca, and I think it it was the it was the manager of Decca that actually told him, you know, your type of music is on the way out. You're never gonna make it. Mm. Uh, True words. Never actually, um, my wife and I's Beatles song "Ain't She Sweet." It's not yeah. from any of their albums. It's from their Decca audition. Oh really? Huh. Oh cool. It's like basically a bootleg, but it's on you know Anthology what? One. Just to throw this in. We're Available gonna at gonna, your local there, store. There's gonna be a couple digressions, and I'm sorry, JJ, but I gotta do this. Everyone, ever, whenever I think of one that might top it, I'm gonna say it. All my loving might be my favorite Beatles song. Okay, anyway, Tom. Yeah, like see, it, it just keeps happening. I just keep thinking of other ones, but but I'll just throw in song titles here and there. 
It's just going to happen. Right? It's just going to happen. It's just out of like, yeah. Do you remember this one? Yeah, it's kind of just like, we, we really just need a I am the walrus? Yeah. Well, why don't, we, why don't we make a Spotify playlist of all the songs that we Conspire mentioned to in this podcast. Yeah. Con- conspiring to argue's Beatles Spotify playlist. So that With people can so that you people can listen to all of the songs that you guys yep, mentioned yep. if, it'll if just they the, care. The two of us will be putting all these songs in there, and then it'll end with "Let It Be" for JJ's sake. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> so where were we? Oh, we I'm was, the Ringo of this <laughs> entire group. <laughs> oh, I'm the Ringo. Okay, so we have I'm the Ringo. <laughs> so we have um, we have uh, Stuart Sutcliffe dying, right? Yep. Yep. And then in 1962, they joined Parlophone, and um. They had a drummer that I didn't mention because he's not really mentionable. Pete Best. Ah. Actually. <laughs> okay. He, he, one of his albums he released was called Best of the Beatles. That's fucking funny. <laughs> because he's Pete he's Best. Pete Best and he was of the Beatles. So it, oh, sold, that is good. Yeah. it sold a bit more than his other albums because people thought it was a Beatles compilation. <laughs> That's so funny. That would not fly nowadays. That's really funny. That is good. But then they, uh, uh, when they signed on with Parlophone, they stole Ringo, Richard Starkey. They stole him from Rory and the Hurricanes. Oh, his name isn't Ringo. Hmm. His name is Richard Starkey. That sounds so much better. Ringo or Richard? Richard Starkey is kind of a cool rock star name. My name is Ringo because of all my rings. (laughs) October 13th, 1963. Uh, they became big in Britain. They had a televised appearance at the London Palladium, and they had a hard time getting sold in America until, for some reason, shortly after Kennedy got assassinated. Which brings us to our real topic that we're discussing. Oh my God! We're not. No, no, we're, we're not. not. No, we're not, not yet, Thomas. These but, fucking these internets are like sharks. I'm gonna refer to anybody on the internet as internets themselves because um, I don't understand it. Oh my God! But the but the storm. That is Beatlemania. That the storm that is Beatlemania started ripping America apart in full force. <laughs> oh my God, that was terrible. Drunk Uncle Thomas is gonna <laughs> tell us kids a story. <laughs> okay. So when did the East inf- the East infection start? So, so Beatles be good money <laughs> <laughs> on Tell their. On their February 1964 Ed Sullivan appearance. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, it's and everybody remembers. The famous and, Ed Sullivan. Yep. And that year, and this has never been repeated, they held the top five spots on the Billboard chart. Wow. Nobody wow. else has done this. That's incredible. I think, I don't remember what it was. I think, like, I, I, from time to time I'll hear, like, Justin Bieber or somebody else yeah. broke one of their records. Yeah. That one has not. Oh, yeah. Like, just, That's a crazy record. Just yeah. think about think about one band or artist like having five songs playing on the radio and they're then they're the top five songs. Yeah. The yeah. weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Um yeah, this has not been repeated. And I think the most So far. I think the most amazing thing about this is they don't they didn't know that much about music. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, like Paul couldn't read or write music. If you look at, I thought you were just gonna say he couldn't read or write. <laughs> I was like, okay, so Paul McCartney was a lot. I didn't know that until right now. If you look at, if you look at like Paul's music, it it looks like. Uh, I'm sorry, Nick just showed me a meme that said, "Tell me when the Beatles had contributed half as much to music as Little Yachty." Fuck you, Nick. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm glad anyway, you said it, not you, not me. Anyway, they did all of this without. 
Paul couldn't read or write music. If you look at like sheet music that Paul wrote when he wrote his songs, it just looks like you're going to uh, guitar tabs. Yeah. And in Ringo, and Ringo was technically just a mannequin. Um, no, he so, was not. I didn't know that. Okay, thank you. I'm not um, a mannequin. <laughs> I'm a Ringo. I thought I thought he actually wasn't a real person, but anyway. Um, okay, so they were doing well. They were they're setting records. They're on Ed Sullivan. Um, where where are we now, time wise? Um, was it 63 now? Yeah, right now we're talking about there's there's 64 with Ed Sullivan. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, one last thing I want to say about not knowing much about music is. Uh, people started really noticing them when one of their songs has an had an Ailey, Aeolian cadence in it, which I still don't know what an Aeolian oh. cadence is. Oh, it's um, I think I actually do kind of know that this. You wish you had invited Sarah on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know it because of my fiance, who's uh, she's musical. Um, it's it, it's talking. She has a degree. It, Hi, Uncle Poopy. It, it's it's talking about um. All of the like when when a lot of music was through the church, there were different um, there were different rhythms and eight rhythms and different times and different um, uh, modes of music. And I think it's saying that that the mode of music that like you know going from uh, uh, it's in this key and and it goes this note to this note to this note. That's the cadence. And so it was saying it was a specific type of like choir sound, basically. Doesn't matter, but I think that's what it's getting yeah. at. Is the mode? I literally understood nothing of what you just said. Yeah, let's, let's... I still, I like, it still, it goes in one ear and out the other. I don't understand that. That's like when people say facts to me. But anyway, that's <laughs> that's pretty true. I that's agree. True. But okay. um, so what song was it that people recognize them for? I don't remember. But um, it was because early. like I've heard different songs on it. Sure. But, was it Twist um, and Shout? No, they didn't write that. Did it really? They didn't write that. Yeah. But uh, I'm so disgusted. But with the, you. they're the most famous for performing "Twist and Shout." But um, I got a kick. Out. John Lennon said, "I didn't even know what Nayleon Cadence was. I thought it was a type of bird." <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. In 1966, um, they reached a little bit of a wall in their career. They had a little. Uh, they had a little boo boo. Yeah, especially one of them. <laughs> I'm not fucking talking about Paul being dead. Okay. Yeah, that was 69. No, it was 66. But in 1966, John Lennon, in an interview, said that the Beatles were bigger than Uh, Jesus. Yes. And And they got crucified for it. (laughs) Yeah, there were like record burnings and all that. Yeah. Um, And then then all of their fans left. They had their last... Yeah. They had their last concert in August of that year. Then they got in the studio. And then in 1967, their manager, Brian Epstein, died. And then Paul took over. Um, And then that's when you can kind of see, like, them starting to fall apart. I think Brian Epstein really held them together. And they didn't know what they were doing without him. I agree agree with with basically what you said. I, I, I guess I wouldn't maybe... From what I've seen and how I understand it, maybe maybe they weren't falling apart, but I think it was a transition that you could see was the beginning of what uh, inevitably did lead to them falling apart. But I don't think they were falling apart at that point. It was the beginning of the. End. It was the beginning, the very early beginning of the end. And that's why we have Magical Mystery Tour, which I enjoyed, but it's a bad movie. It's a it's a bad movie. So we're just judging them on their films. Well, well actually, which was very important. Well, no, I like their other films, but like Magical Mystery Tour, it was all Paul's idea, and it was just, it was weird, and it does not really hold together. It's a great album to me, though. I, I, I love the album. Um, and then 
1969, they played their last live appearance at the rooftop of their studio. Now, now, in between all these things, they did have a lot of records and a lot of hits. They did the Abbey yeah. Road. They did Let It Be. These are kind of the big, like, roadmark lights. But, yeah, yeah, of course. The, the, that was the beginning to the end of them. But Some it of wasn't like they music. just had a, they had a couple hits here and there. I mean, they were the biggest band yeah. in the But, entire I mean, world. if you look at the White Album, it's really, like, Four solo projects put it, together. It really is. That's that. It, especially the White Album. That's such a perfect way to put that. So, so they performed their last. I think their last album was just the them on top of a rooftop. Actually, a side note. One of my one of my favorite games to play um, with the later albums, especially especially on the White Album, is um, find the Paul McCartney because <laughs> on almost every song, like. Paul McCartney is singing backup vocals. Like, even if it's, like, George Harrison's song or Ringo's song, like, Paul McCartney sings backup vocals on... Paul McCartney <laughs> has to be on almost every song, and it's just... just the worst. It just sums him up perfectly. Yeah. Well, during that time, I think he's probably mellowed <laughs> out considerably. Well, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't know him in his personal life. Yeah, I, I haven't... I, I've only met him a handful of times. We only... We got lunch last week, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know him too well. So, okay. So is that what you got for the Beatles history? That, that's the history, more? yeah. Yeah. Um, in April 1970, they were talking about... In September 1969, John privately told everyone that he was going to be leaving the Beatles. And then Paul kind of beat him to the bullet. April 10th, 1970, when he goes, Hey guys, the Beatles are breaking up, by the way, buy me a new album. <laughs> that was good. It was yeah, it was it was like the Beatles are breaking up, but more importantly, buy my shit. Yeah. Um yeah, like I really do think the clock started ticking when Epstein died. Yeah. Which was I mean, decently early. You know, that was before a lot of their And and I and I just looked it up and it looks like the whole Paul is dead rumor started er, Paul was supposed to be died in sixty six. Yeah, so, as I said. And was and was replaced by fake Paul. So and we'll we'll get into that here in just a. In just and so a actually, second, to take it back, what what um where were we album wise in '66? What did what did come out um right? What what was the album before and after? If '66 was Revolver. That, um, yes, that's yeah. And so then I assume the first album after his death would be Sgt. Pepper's. Okay, and then I think after the which that, is one of the heaviest for clues if you buy into that. Oh, there is the one. one the there Abbey is Road one clue list. on Revolver I've heard people cite well, where. Um, Paul McCartney's face is to the left and everybody else is facing you, but I thought that was stupid, so yeah. I'm not including it. Yeah, it's the... just it's one of the things that fits into Paul being different on all the albums. But that one seems to be random and the rest maybe were planned or maybe were yeah. random. So Yeah. So is that is that our Beatle history? Yeah, I think I think in general the band, so that so now talking about specifically the uh yep. Paul dying then. Don't so, worry guys, this one's this one's condensed. Like we're not we're not like halfway through. Yeah, there's a lot more Beatles history, but oh, yeah. um, and if like, you want to do that, we'll is, go to behind the music. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sum up the Paul is dead thing sure. and the traction it gained really quick. Um and I'm sure a lot of people listening can tell I've never done a podcast before. No, you're doing fine, sir. Um, you're doing fine. But, but um 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 but okay now you're now terrible. you're just Nick yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're so uh, 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 you can't you you can't I'm not saying it's true I'm just Illuminati. saying Illuminati Illuminati <laughs> all right get off your Illuminati bullshit we got to get to the argument 17 September 1969 Tim Harper um from the Drake University 
published an article called Is Beetle Paul McCartney Dead? And he talked a little about clues. Yeah, and, and, and I just want to interject is that uh, Paul McCartney was actually involved in a car accident, and that's where all this, this came from. And in fact, I think he... I think he scratched. He got a scar above his above his lip or his chin, and that's why he started growing his mustache. But a lot more might have happened and just, than just a scar. Well, well no, but, but but what I but from what I understand was uh, Paul McCartney picked up some hitchhikers when she found out who he was after Paul like stormed out of the album out of the studio. He picked up some hitchhiker, and she got excited. They crashed the car. They both died. I don't know how they. That is exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then. Thank and then you, they Jason. replaced him with fake Paul, who is who apparently won a Paul McCartney look like contest. They gave him surgery, and yep. that he's been the Paul McCartney ever ever since. Now, what Thomas is doing right now is he's taking how this really because there have been rumors because Paul McCartney after the car accident, Paul McCartney hadn't been in the public eye very much, and that's where these rumors started circulating. And I think it was just because he had just gotten married. That was his excuse, at least, was he just got married. He wanted to get out of the public eye a little bit. And But where this whole thing started gaining traction, and this is such an interesting thing with this with this, with this, this conspiracy, you can track where it came from. You can track the people involved. So, so I will give Nick this. Paul McCartney wanting to be out of the public eye is very suspicious. Yeah, because it's Paul McCartney. Because it's fucking Paul McCartney. Okay. There is not so, a bone in so, his body so, no, that doesn't okay. want. No, no, no. We're doing. We'll do that for the argument. So Drake University, they they did. Uh, uh, is Beetle Paul McCartney dead? Right. Well, I think JJ's got this. No, go ahead. I'm just. <laughs> oh, I'm just reviewing. Just quoting I'm just reviewing what you said. Oh, okay. You did your research this time. It's okay. I didn't do my research last time either. Oh my god! So, so Paul, is, um, we told the fans it was technical issues why we didn't post it last time. Thomas, god damn it! Technically, we didn't study. <laughs> we all got we all got drunk and laughed in the microphone. It just sounded awful. Um, but we, we we wrote drunk, but we didn't edit sober. So, um, 12th October, someone called in to WKRFM in Detroit and told the DJ Russ Gibb about the rumor, and they spent an hour discussing it, and then he was fielding calls from other callers discussing it. Two days later, the Michigan Days published a joke review of Abbey Road entitled... Which, which I want to say is a the University of Michigan student newspaper. That's the source, is the Michigan Daily. They published, as a joke, a review of Abbey Road, but it was called McCartney Dead, New Evidence Brought to Light. And they were identifying new clues with it. And, and that's where this whole thing came from, and it just exploded. And then, it, ex- it exploded from some, I, I agree. some kids from Drake University in Iowa. It exploded from Denver or Detroit Radio, and it exploded from the University of Michigan student newspaper that was supposed to be a joke. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, exactly. Sometimes jokes, sometimes these these hoaxes do turn out to be absolutely. And in, in this no, case, yeah. no, 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 no. Okay. And then November seventh was the life interview of Paul McCartney, and the title of the article was "Paul is still with us." Um, and also, once they went on their solo careers, uh, in John Lennon's song on "Imagine How Do You Sleep," he had a lyric. Them freaks was right when they said you was dead. And then, like, years later, when when Paul was in his, like, 50s, he released an album, Paul is Live. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, thanks, Paul. <laughs> all right. Is that is it all? Is everybody feel good about that for the background? Yeah, I think we yeah. kind of covered uh, timely wise what happened, and we'll get into a lot more detail, listeners, to why these might these claims might be true, why they might not. Well, 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 well. We did not cover how to do impressions of the Beatles. Oh yeah, we need to do that right now. That's right. the only reason I'm on this podcast. It's true. Okay, so uh, give me it's um, quick. give me who, who are you best at? Um, I was just gonna do all four. Go well, okay, all. I, I, yeah, I was gonna ask you for one, but go ahead. I think my favorite, my favorite is George Harrison. Okay, well, well give me, give me, let's do it okay. in, in uh, however you. So give me I'm Paul gonna, first. Okay, yeah, let's uh, just let him do his thing. God damn it, Lord, he's got a bit. I'm trying to let him do his fucking bit, man. Well, okay, we got the argue. I'm out of here. Let's sign off. <laughs> okay, um, but with Paul McCartney, you just you just get kind of lazy. You kind of do a British accent, but. For the most part, you're just being lazy because, you know, whatever, man. It's just the the blips and the bloops don't matter, man. <laughs> that was good. I can see it. And then with John Lennon, and I will say this one sounds more like uh, the ninth doctor's impression of him in <laughs> the movie he played him in, Lennon Naked. I don't remember the ninth doctor's name. Chris. No, it's um. I know who you're talking about. But and god damn it, I I was like practicing this on the way one? here. Is he the bald one? Yeah, he's the short head one. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Okay, Christopher remember. Eccleston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's why I was like Chris, Chris, Christopher. Yeah. But with John Lennon, basically you got to tense up. You know, uh, he was always very tense and. Everything he said sounded like he was about to fight you, like, you know, peace and love are things we can achieve in our lifetime. <laughs> and if you don't believe me, then I'll just take you out back and punch you in the face. Start a revolution. <laughs> Start a revolution. Um, my favorite is George Harrison, and and George Harrison basically talks like like he's looking at a like a, a giant cake and 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 George Harrison's been promised that once he's done with the sentence he's gonna get a piece of that cake. Do Ringo, do Ringo. Ringo Ringo just always sounds Ringo just always sounds disappointed, like like he just found out the Kmart closed down, you know. You sound like Eeyore. Nope. Nobody, no, nobody really shops at the Kmart, but I did. It's still very sad. <laughs> I can't even do it. I was gonna make a Kmart joke, but I can't hit that Ringo. Okay, thank you, comedian Tom Ross. Would Would you say you've gone bankrupt on Kmart jokes? Oh my god! Oh. Fuck you! All right, ring that bell. We gotta do this. Oh, you want me to actually do this? Yes. Okay, let's debate. Let's get ready to rumble! So, uh, so once again, uh, brought to you by Johnny B's Hardware. Oh my God, we are not sponsored by a hardware shop. We, we, we are, we are, JJ. we are, we are on our podcast, and our, our podcast is called what, Nick? Uh, this is conspiring to argue. Conspiring to argue, right? I'm Nick, and and it airs on whenever day I finish processing and post it. Ah, I see, I see. But usually you upload episodes on what day was it again? Usually Sunday. Are you guys recording? Oh, he's back. God damn it. Okay. Bathroom for three seconds. You guys are fucking pricks. <laughs> Welcome back, JJ. God damn it. Okay, so I'm Nick. I'm JJ. And I am also JJ. <laughs> this is uh, 
part two, it sounds like the beginning of an episode. Normally, we record in one setting, but uh, there were more technical Thing, difficulties. Things happened. We won't bore you with the details. Look, but the, but here we is, are. But this is the second time that we've had to come into this episode now. And, third. Well, this is our third well, recording. Third record. But this is the second time that the, that the listeners are going to hear that we came in with a. This is multiple recordings because of technical difficulties. Um, so this episode has literally killed all of us, but we're going to get it out to you guys. <laughs> Our souls at least. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't even give a shit about the Beatles anymore. I don't. Yeah. I, I will don't. never listen to the Beatles ever again. Uh, so we're back. Nick was killed and replaced with a lookalike. <laughs> no, apparently I was a soundalike. <laughs> yeah. If you guys didn't, uh, if you guys didn't listen, to, I don't know how you didn't listen to part one and you made it to part two, but we are joined with uh, comedian Tom Roth. Thank you up. so much for coming back for a third time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your busy schedule, I appreciate that. Um, let's let's dive right into it. I want to get into the argument of why Paul is alive and not dead. And I want to get into the opposite. Of that? Of that. Okay. Okay, we did our theories. Well done. <laughs> so, I believe Paul McCartney is alive. And I believe he died in 1966 and was replaced with a lookalike. Perfect. All, All right. right. So, let's... Thomas, explain why uh, he, he died. <laughs> We we didn't do that in part one. Oh, we we kind I mean, of you've heard it a million times. Give me, give me clues now of why. Yeah, let's go. Okay, clues. okay. So we're let's, start, let's that's what I thought we were doing. You're right. You're right. I, I you got it. Okay, we're going through the clues in the album. We're gonna start. We're gonna do them in chronological order. The first album with really big clues that are obvious is Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. I'm holding this oh, up. Man, such a good album. Yeah, no, it's a good album. I yep. I enjoy it. And you actually, we're not just looking at a picture of it right now. We are looking at the at the vinyl record. pressing. Yep, we are looking at the the cover of the vinyl. How it, how God so, intended it. Yeah, with the original inserts, the only thing missing is the uh, blood soaked style <laughs> mm. record sleeve. Mm. Well, then, which well then take it back. Is neat. Ask so, for a refund. Yeah. So so what are we looking at on the cover here, Thomas? The four Beatles, and. They're in these silly costumes. Yeah, silly costumes. Colorful, silly, kind of old school marching band looking costumes. It was definitely a different time. (laughs) Things were simpler back then. And they're all standing around a bass drum. It's like they did release this in June. It's like uh, they're foreshadowing, predicting uh, Pride Month. Yeah. Yeah, before it, Pride Month, it, sort of it's thing. you're right. It's very rainbow colored. Um, if you have it, if you if you need to go Google it real quick and see yep. what it what it and looks we'll like. post on our website. We'll post pictures of all of the visual clues that we're going to talk about, so you guys can kind of do a follow along. But they look like a military mariachi band. That is a perfect. That's example. the oh man, that's, that's amazing. Perfect. So so where so do we clues? first find clues? Yeah, what clues do we have here? Okay, well, there are some simple ones. Like, there's the hand over Paul's head. Doesn't mean a thing. It's supposed to foreshadow death. Well, I don't know about it foreshadowing death, but it does make him different than everybody else. Makes him stand out? Yeah. Okay. And I, then, I don't think that the hand is like a, a sign or, or like a pre-agreed upon notion of death. Like some people try to connect and they're going to yeah. do that later with like the walrus is a symbol of death. And we'll talk about that. But yeah. I think that it at least makes him stand out. And then in addition to them standing in their fabulous outfits, there's their wax figures, which are actually the wax figures from the Madame Tussauds display. And 
and so maybe you could see I, I think too I think what happened people said that that's like the old Beatles dying and becoming this new colorful different Beatles it, which I, I think some sort I probably, of symbolism I, I think I agree with that it's like in in the weekend's music video for for Starboy when he kills his old self but anyway this isn't about the weekend <laughs> <clears throat> or at least cuts his hair yeah but they look like they're at a funeral a lot of people would say sure and again there are some of these clues that I feel we're obviously put there. Some of these clues feel I, like they're being read into. That's I what... think, yeah, and I think some of the clues that are strong but take a little bit, those might be legitimate clues. I think other ones are just like, it's like, no, that looks more like a rebirth. There's old Beatles, there's new Beatles. That, it doesn't look like a funeral watching it, you know. But I do think maybe, I've heard a lot of people say this is a whole funerary scene, the cover. It, not just the fact that there's the Beatles who are looking in, in you know black suits, but I think that the whole thing does. There's flowers. There's a bunch of people gathered. It kind of does look like a procession of some sort. Well, let's look at one of the things that for me is somebody looking way far into, which is the bass drum. Okay, what it <laughs> says. Yeah, explain that to us, Thomas. It says Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, but when you put a mirror up to it, like right and split it like, right in the middle yeah. of the Lonely Hearts, it says I won. I X he, and then what appears to be an arrow pointing to Paul McCartney die. Which to me is just insane that you can pick that up. Like who put a mirror there and said, "Oh, here it is." Yeah, I'll admit. Well, I'm just surprised that they don't go, "Oh, Edgar Allan Poe's on the cover. He died at some point." That's a clue. There it is. And this is a thing, though. I mean, we can look at this and we can find fake clues and we can make you know we can joke about it and all that. But at the same time, I do think that some of there's a reason that there's so many it's in so many that seem to be kind of clear clues. It's because they, I, I think either the Beatles are fucking with us and Paul's alive or Paul died and they're giving us clues. Well, this... The Beatles are definitely fucking with us. Well, they're fucking with us in other ways, but maybe if, if Paul did die, maybe they are giving us clues. I mean, they're fucking with our ear holes Yeah, with their beautiful music. Yeah. But, <laughs> but other than that, that you're never going to listen to again. Rumors about Paul being dead. Were these very prevalent during this time when this album was made does that make i mean does it make sense I, that they would just start screwing with us they were yeah there. i think yeah the rumors started i think the rumors really started when well abbey road came out i was gonna oh, say because okay. 69 that? was when we were talking about like the papers and things like that because okay. 66 was when it was supposed when to was happen. this album when did this album come out so by the uh, this album came out in 67 so. oh so they've been dealing with this for like 10 years then. no 67 67 so oh. like a year a year okay. so so they okay. might not have been very prevalent at this point okay but but still they their rumors they were existed there. yeah okay okay uh what about the guitar the the bass guitar flower oh, yeah. there's a bass guitar made out of flowers but if you really look and use your imagination some people say it looks like it says paul question mark I actually see that. I actually, I, when I saw it, when you pointed out, I saw it right away. I was like, oh, yeah, man, it is. I see it, but I don't, I actually don't like that one. I think it just, to me, it more, it looks like a left-handed guitar. So it looks like a shout-out to Paul, like a, a reference to Paul, rather than, I mean, it's a guitar, and from the perspective, it would be, if, if one of the band members picked it up as it's laying, they would be holding it left-handed. Paul was left-handed. It's it's a reference to Paul, to me. It's a, And, I mean, you can't tell, but maybe it looks like it has four strings. Now, a lot of these, a lot of these things that are just references to Paul, 
could just be Paul sticking those in there because he would do that. Yeah, and that's that's what I will admit that does make it kind of hard because we all know Paul as as you know he is kind of he he wanted all the attention on him. That's very clear throughout Beatles history, and so it's if hard. You, if you study Beatles history, I yeah. think as just a casual Beatles fan, I didn't realize. No, I think in my when I as a casual Beatles fan, I feel like John wanted all the attention. But because of all the things he was doing with the anti-war, but it but it's very clear after this discussion mm-hmm. that with Paul in terms of the band, him taking over, he wanted all the yeah. attention. I think to musically. Be, I think well, I think to be fair to to say that they all wanted a lot of attention. They wanted to use their celebrity to promote what they were into. Sure. All of them equally. Like George was the one who was all with the Eastern religion and the Christians at, at first, and. You know, uh, like you said, John was all about anti-war, peaceful, pro- all of that kind of stuff at first. Well, I mean, I mean kind of together with everybody, but then, and, and so I think Paul <clears throat> and Ringo was about bitches and hoes. Yeah, and, and Ringo was in the Beatles. Ringo was learning how to read. Um, <laughs> but I think you can you can look at when you talk about like who is trying to steal the show in a way. If if there's an answer, it's Paul. Okay. J- John and George were trying to to do their own thing. Like they were using the spotlight to talk about the issues they cared about. Paul was trying to launch himself more. I think into a solo career, which which was actually yeah. very successful. Yeah, this whole thing you're looking at, where they're in costume as a different band, that was all Paul's idea. Yeah, I do not doubt that at all. It, and that's that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. So, any what's, other clues on the front cover? Yeah. What's next? Is there anything in the front, back, middle? Well, there's just these flowers, and it kind of just looks like it says three Beatles. Yeah, there's in in front of where it says Beatles. It, there might be a, a three. I don't really see it. And you'll notice from this point onward. Like their older album said, The Beatles. And it just says Beatles. Yep, they just say Beatles. Like, okay. they're Beatles. They're not The Beatles because Paul is dead. Because The Beatles included. Because Paul was The of The Beatles. Well, because all four of them made it The, but if there's only three, they're not The anymore. He's more of a The than you'll ever be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a good quote. Um, and there's this, um, on the insert, he's wearing a patch. Yeah. For the Ontario Provincial Police. But the way that the shot is, is it looks like it says OPD. So people think that means officially pronounced dead. And again, he's presented differently here, which also I think is just because he's Paul McCartney and wants to be in the front of everything. It happens so often. He's just kind of sitting here and everybody else is standing behind him. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So what about about the back? In the back. In the back. um, Now this is a very clear difference here. This is the first album that they ever printed all their lyrics on the back for. Mm-hmm. And George Harrison is specifically pointing to the lyric Wednesday morning at 5 o'clock. Was that the time Paul apparently died? Yep. Yes. Oh, interesting. I mean, it is interesting. And also, like I said, Paul being very clearly different. Uh, everybody's facing forward. He's turned around. Um, and that, I mean, if you're going to read into like the symbolism, it's like, he, they're all looking forward, looking at you, showing you the truth. He's turned around. He's an imposter. Okay. What What's next? Um, and then just the last thing is right next to Paul's he- head is the word without you. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, it, again, I, I think that's a good one for Beatles fucking with you, you know? I just think that's... Random. Yes. Yeah. That's maybe random it is. Chance. That's not a big. No, that's not just maybe. That's exactly what it is. No, that could be the Beatles fucking with you. That's a. Pre- I mean, right next to Paul's head turned around. Like if they're in on a joke. All right. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. What which album is this? Which vinyl is this? 
Or is this a book? This is it's both. It's, it's it's everything. It's, it's the whole deal. It's the book. It's the vinyl, and it's like the movie's like it's like if Monty Python made the room. It's like if Tommy Wiseau made a Monty Python film. We're we're talking about the room with Tommy Wiseau, which is collectively one of our favorite movies. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Pay your tributes to Tommy Wuso. But but watch it watch it with the fact that he didn't do it on purpose. Please think that <laughs> he's trying to make a blockbuster because a lot of people watch it as like oh it was a it was a masterpiece cult film. No, it was a guy no. trying to make an amazing movie and it was a shit movie. Yeah, but, it was a guy he saw whatever it was. I forget what movie it was that he saw mm. in the Disaster Artist. But okay, also coming in December. Yep. So this There's is we're, talking, we're, ta- we're talking about Magical Mystery Tour. I don't. Think but he was know. trying to make you guys cry. That's what. That's what he said to Greg Sestero. I'll make everybody cry. <laughs> okay. So Magical Mystery Tour. Magical Mystery Tour. Um, Beatles is in stars, and you you uh, put it in a mirror, and it's supposed to be a phone number you can call that nobody's verified that they've ever gotten anything on. But you okay. see a lot of claims about it. And then on the cover, again, Paul is standing out. Yep. So Probably because he's not real. Let's make him stand out. Yeah, they wanted to give their fans clues, is the theory. But only our American fans, because they're the smartest. And then all these walrus clues. I've read that... I've read people argue that the walrus is a symbol of death in Scandinavian culture. And this is what I was getting at. I don't think it is. It's never been... I have not verified that it's a symbol of death. You want to know why you haven't verified it? Because that's not true. Yeah. Well, and that's probably it. I, I, don't, I don't think that it has to be a symbol of death. I, I think that people were like... Oh, they're giving us clues. That's probably a symbol of death. And then they—it's like when Bigfoot hunters like pretend like what they found proves something, and it's like they—they they believe it so much that they—they they lie about their findings. And you don't need to do that because the—that it—you it, don't need to prove it right now. You're just hurting your case when people find out that it's bullshit. Sure. You know. All right. What's next? Yeah. What, what else is there? Here's the song listing. You can see on the song "I Am the Walrus." It says, "No, you're not," said Little Nicola. <laughs> I don't Which, even know how to, what to argue about that. John Lennon wrote, I am the walrus. So it's John Lennon saying he's the walrus. But he's not. Here's Paul standing in front of a thing oh, yeah. that says. And, yeah, he's in a military uniform and it, it's W-A-S is on the desk for whatever that means. No, it's I was. Oh, I was. I'm sorry. I and then there's a space was. Yep. And and um, this is all in the... Uh, kind of the booklet that comes with it. Because that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to make sure we all had clues that Paul was really dead. Yeah. Because they, they were they were racked with grief. Yeah, of course. We'll take a quick detour here and look at this sign that John Lennon John Lennon is John Lennon and <laughs> John Lennon is standing next to. Yeah, this is a cool one. It's a cool digression because it's John Lennon and the best it says the best way to go is by well, it says M and D Co. I assume, but all you can see is the M and D C. So you could say the best way to go is by M D C. Which what does that stand for, Thomas? Mark David Chapman, the person who killed John Lennon. So he predicted his own death because that's the best way to go is to get shot by some loony, huh? It's just I think this one is just really like it's kind of it's just like wow, that's a weird, hey, interesting coincidence. John Lennon predicted his death. He said I'll probably get popped by some loony. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. He he did, yeah. And then this is Love the Three Beatles. 
And I see that one. I don't. I you don't see, see the three? No, they're they're playing they're playing their instruments in what looks like a wooded area. Yeah, but, no, JJ, look on the bass room. You, you, I'm just saying, you see the three right there. Sideways, sure. No, it's it's literally going the exact same direction as love. Like it's going up to the right. Then oh, there's a three. That's just that's just. Ridiculous. I'm not saying that that's necessarily a clue. It could have just been like a squiggle, but it does look that's like exactly a three. That's exactly what it is. It's a squiggle. But it looks like a three. It, I, I I mean, denying, a squiggly three. You're not helping your case by denying that it looks like a three. People are going to look at that and say, yeah, that looks like a three, I, whether it means anything or not. Okay, say it doesn't, it doesn't mean, mean anything, but it looks like it a three. doesn't mean anything. But it looks like a three. So, all right, is that it for Magical Mystery Tour then? Oh, and then a couple of my favorite albums, the the White Album. Oh uh, yeah, this is. I mean, this is one of my favorite albums as well. I, there's nothing a, on the cover really. There's a show. There was a movie, and somebody was trying to make a record, and they they were trying to make like overthink the entire mm-hmm. record, like making it look cool and. Somebody was like, yeah, the Beatles made an entire white album. It was the best-selling album ever. Nobody cares about what the album cover looks like. Uh, yeah. But it looks why, like a funeral pamphlet. Why did they make it white? Can I? Do you know? Well, Thomas just answered that. He, he, they they wanted the to make it look pamphlet. like a funeral pamphlet. Yeah. But really, why did they make it white? Just because? I would assume, yeah. I mean, it was probably... It was originally going to be called A Doll's House. And if you look up, you can find the original art for it. It, it originally was going to look very different. And I think respl- reflect a lot of the spiritual mm-hmm. India things. Yeah, okay. all of the, the Krishna movement kind of thing that was sweeping the Beatles. So what on the inside, I, I think I saw there's there's some pictures of all the Beatles, like the only pictures on the inside. Again, we have the original album. This isn't... Yeah, and this is how you compare it, guys. Yeah. Is, so what... We have, we have uh, firsthand sources yeah. for this. So what do you, on the inside here, what, what do you see, JJ? I see all four Beatles. You see John, Paul, Ringo, and George. They are mostly headshots, but Paul's is zoomed in a lot closer to his face, so he does look... He stands out. And again, we can talk about every time they stand out, it's Paul trying to make himself stand out or it's clues. And we don't know. I mean, that's as simple as you can put it. We we don't know, but it's, it could be Paul. Logically, it's probably Paul trying to separate himself. So people think about him, but it could also be the Beatles giving clues that he's an imposter if he died. In, In this instance, Thomas, what do you believe? Well, honestly, I think that at this point, Paul McCartney was like an inch away from renaming the Beatles the Paul McCartney Show. Yeah. Okay. And I agree with that, too. And had it not been for John, that probably would have happened. And, and let me say, too, I, I want to like kind of admit something, too. I think that the fact that Paul McCartney or whoever, but at this point, he, you know, was dead, it, I think that as you see him take more and more like try to be bigger and bigger and bigger than the other members i do think that that kind of casts uh, some shadow on my theory because you would try to blend in as an imposter as a as a fake as a lookalike you wouldn't try to make people love come to you that's my biggest problem with this well the one of my biggest mm-hmm. problems with this entire theory is after the beatles broke up if you were an imposter why wouldn't you just fade into relative obscurity instead Paul McCartney went on to have a huge career yeah. and is still one of the most widely seen and photographed and known people in the entire world. Well, I kind of have two things to that. I think that maybe when you – like the other Beatles all started tasting fame together and they got used to it. Then they bring some – supposedly then they bring somebody else in who was nobody and then became famous – became 
got to a level that he didn't grow to overnight. It was this artificial level of fame. He wanted more because he's experienced his fame for the first time past when they did. They they artificially launched him, so he has this taste for fame that they didn't have because they started out small. He didn't have to work for he it. He didn't have to work saying. for it, exactly. And so maybe he's always wanted and expected a higher level of fame. Okay. I mean, maybe. That's just no, where that's, my mind went. That, that is, is a very incredible. good explanation. Yeah, that was... That was really spot on. Well, thank you. Wow, I still don't believe it, but well done. All right, well, thank you. Thank you. So where are we now? We're at Abbey Road. Probably one of the most famous album covers of all time. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't think of a more iconic if you, album and cover. The and funny, the funny thing about it being so famous is it's just them crossing the fucking road outside of their studio. Yeah, yeah. Abbey Road. It, it's iconic. Um, it, it, it's more, I think, like, if, you've, if you guys have ever spent, it, you listeners have ever spent a significant amount of time in your life smoking weed, if you've ever been in somebody's apartment where you're smoking weed, they'll have a poster of this on their wall. It's true. Every I, I do. Dorm has I, I do. And Nick has been at my house smoking weed. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. It's That's, all right. Um, it's a podcast. They're not going to bust us on this. Um, a very long time ago. We have children now. That's true. That's true. Um, but, okay, so like you said, it's the four Beatles walking across the road. Wait, you hang out with comedian Tom Roth in your free time? <laughs> I know, we didn't make it clear on the show that we know each other. I think. I think oh my we're, goodness, we're, what? We're, Where was I? Talking about his yeah, new, I knew Nick before he was a big podcaster. When we were talking about his uh, his new clothing manufacturer, his new clothing company that he has, Men's I think he, he did mention going to your wedding, though. Yeah. So okay. we know that there is some prior... Uh, <laughs> experience but you guys have been hanging out <laughs> sorry i didn't tell you co-host yeah. have you guys been doing podcasts behind my back no we've been clearly we've just been looking at beatles posters and smoking weed but all right so okay the abbey road go on the beatles poster and the weed smoking were in different rooms oh yeah yeah this is important for all you listening <laughs> so um i see uh like you said, the f- the four members are all in mid stride, um, walking together, uh, well, walking one after one after one uh, across Abbey Road, right? And it's a it's a straight scene where they're all crossing the road. That's what everybody knows what Abbey Road is. But I don't have to explain. No, it to we people. have to explain. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I don't. I there is we nobody don't have in the, the face benefit. of Earth that doesn't know what Abbey Road looks. We like. don't have the benefit. You requested of that we spend an hour. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> You requested that we spent an hour talking about who the Beatles were, so I don't want to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. a good point. Okay, All fair right. enough. So um, we have, uh, I'm seeing John, then Ringo, then Paul, then George. So explain this to me. Explain why this means that Paul McCartney is dead. Well, what? how I've been told on the internet. Um, <laughs> as Google has mentioned to as, me. As my friend Google and uh Black websites with green text have mentioned to me. Um, <laughs> there's John dressed in all white in an all white suit. Um, then following him is Ringo dressed in just kind of a regular black suit. Paul dressed in a, a probably the nicest, in my opinion, but a gray suit with no shoes on. And then fo- following him, we have uh, George dressed in a Canadian tuxedo uh, with kind of more athletic looking shoes on. Um, meaning he's wearing all denim. Uh, and so what people have said is that this is a... Wait, what did you call it? A Canadian tuxedo. Funny story, I looked at our our listens and where they're from. 
We have a lot of fans in Canada. Well, I love Canada. It's one of my favorite countries. Thank you, because because we need to keep that ship going. Yeah, yeah, true. So um, he looks like he's trying to make it to an Alanis Morissette concert. He really does. He does. So <laughs> George. So so we have the supposedly we have John as the uh, the religious person, who, the clergyman, whoever that the is, priest. The, the priest probably, but whoever it is at the funeral. Then we have the mourner. In Ringo, just a regular black suit. We have because it's Ringo. Needless to say, the dead person Paul. He's not wearing shoes. Whatever. Because he had sandals on during that shooting. That doesn't off. make any sense, actually. But then we have the grave digger, all in denim and more athletic shoes. We have uh, George at the end. Um, now, why? Let me, let's talk about the fact that he's barefoot. Okay, so it's supposedly an extremely hot day, so he kicks his his flip flops off. Yes. Which I have never in my life thought. Wow, it's really hot out. I'm going to take the most breathable shoe on the planet off to walk on hot asphalt. Can I can I just say right now, I am so anti-sandals. Yeah, that you would kick them off regardless. Yes. Well, first of all, I wouldn't be wearing sandals because I'm not a jackass. I like sandals. And to be on the most famous album cover of all time, you're kicking your jackass sandals off. That's a good see. That's a good point. If he had said that in an interview, that would have made sense. But talking about the heat, although Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney, I don't think is the kind of Paul McCartney can do whatever Paul McCartney wants. Yeah, if he was wearing sandals, it would be fine. But it wouldn't be an easy thing. I, I even just you see those internet things coming up, going if it's this how if this if it's this hot out, then the pavement will be this temperature, and it's like super hot. So that yeah. that pavement was probably scorching. Well, regardless of like the science behind what it is, I think the pavement is hotter than the surface of your sandals. So it just doesn't make sense to kick off your shoes for heat. It makes sense to kick off your your shoes so you don't look like a fucking idiot. But but if you're walking and you're in stride, it's not going to burn your feet. Well, but it it will more than sandals. I think we're focusing a little bit too much on this. You have you the same look- you have the same amount of like that's like people who walk on coal. People can walk on coal because you're not. Standing there for a long period of time. If you keep walking, it doesn't affect. Look, I'm saying I'm 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 conceding that like I don't care about the temperature. I I, but thank you. All I'm saying is that you wouldn't kick off your shoes for that reason. Is my point. He didn't your shoes because they they suck to walk in, or you'd kick off your sandals because they look stupid. Yes, but I'm saying the reason he gave is a fake stupid reason. Can we all just put on our list now things we're against as men wearing sandals? I wear sandals all the time, so no. Okay, well it's on my list. Okay. It can be. That's fine. I like shoes better. Men in sandals are jackasses. Anyway, so, um, man, we're gonna we're gonna get lose some... all of our sandal male listeners. Oh no, we lost two listeners, and they were jackasses to begin with. You don't know. I guess you did just say a lot of our listeners were from Canada. They're not wearing sandals there. Well, no, they're playing hockey and drinking and hockey will come into digging our graves episode. for Paul McCartney. Yeah, apparently. Okay, so um, is there anything else with the Abbey Road anybody wants to mention? There's the, uh, yeah, oh, so there's the cigarette. Um, people talk a lot about this. Guy wanted to smoke. Give him a break. It's fine if you smoke, but he's left-handed, and he has a cigarette in his right hand. He probably wanted to be seen. Marlboro paid him a bunch of money. I don't know. Well, I was going to say either he's he's clearly showing that he's smoking, or he's using his right hand because that's because it's not Paul. I mean, oh, so you're saying fake Paul is right-handed? I think that's part of the myth, right? He had to be trained to use his left hand, or to play left-handed. I think that's what I heard, too. Yeah. yeah. And so it still would be what you still feel natural with. And, and honestly, there's a lot of, the, that's not a clear enough clue by itself. It's just another one to add to the list of clues. Okay. 
to me. But all right, so let's move on past the cover. I don't even want to do the car. Oh, is there some back? Is there a back part of the album that we're going to look at? Yeah, there's some stuff back here. The car says 28 if. It's a coincidence. No, it's not. Okay, so moving on to the back. I don't know. What am, what am I counting? What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, what do, what do we see? Okay, Thomas? so <laughs> explain it to us. It is very early in the morning. Trying I mean, to figure out Thomas if this is, is the thing that I talk about or if this is the thing that Th Mike Thomas, talks about. Yeah, it, that's actually probably what it is. But in my mind, I was like, Thomas is just like here, just holding it up like a prop and sleeping. Just like, you guys fucking talk about it. God damn it, you get me here early in the morning. I've had the voice of a cigarette for half of this. Like if a cigarette <laughs> could talk, that's what I've sounded like on this podcast today. Put it on your Like ear. All, all lunch ladies. <laughs> Put it in your right hand, guys. <laughs> ah, there it is. Mad TV, Mad TV reference. Nobody's gonna get. <clears throat> All right, yeah, nobody, nobody understands anything. Um, nobody watches Mad. Nobody, nobody watched like that's like a Mad TV deep cut. But <laughs> Shout out to all you Mad TV listeners, all four of you that know about Judy Greer's smoking character. Is it Judy Greer? I think it's Judy Greer. Doesn't Fred's mean. mom on iCarly. Oh yeah, yeah, that's Judy Greer. But anyway, let, let, I guess let's talk about this Beatles thing. <laughs> let's go back to our podcast. So what do we see on the back? So it's um, it's it's the it's the wall on Abbey Road, and they have a sign up here that says Beatles. And right next to this sign where they put Beatles, there's like a million dots, but they seem to cut it off. There's eight. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. When you look at the, oh, oh, when you look, when you're at the road, there's a million dots. Yeah. But for this album cover, they seem to have cropped it to where the dots read once again three, three Beatles. Oh, okay, I can yeah. kind of see that. Yeah. Ish. And then there's a crack going down the S in Beatles. So now it's just Beatle. Yes. The Beatles are fractured. They're cracked. Maybe that's that's. I guess I've never thought about the fracture in that before, which I guess could just stand new for clue. fracture in the band. New clue, everyone. It's new. It's, it's, it's new to me. <laughs> but I don't. I I like the three. How many more albums do we have? Do you just have one, or yeah? And uh, we should we should think up our own exclusive clue that nobody else has thought up before. We'll come up with something. The street lamps are off. Means that the oh, Beatles. No, that was a, That's a clue I read about. That means that that's referencing it was becoming dawn when uh, he left the studio at 5 a.m. to go drive away because after the argument, and so the street the street lights just turned off. Is that true? That <clears throat> I read that as a clue. Oh my God, we are never gonna think of an original clue because everybody has done them. Uh, do something with the trees. I don't know. Anyway, the trees are green. Green Bloody. is a symbol of death. An uh, old Chi Chinese myth. So, all right, last album, last album. Thank God. Yeah. Real quick. No, no do no, not go back to one. We're we're done with them. Back to the first one we looked this at. This is uh, this is, who is this? I don't know who that is. Wow, that was but, a good clue. <laughs> but he's gonna he's a symbol of death and. Old, oh, we're just picking some Danish random person folklore. in Sergeant Pepper, <laughs> album and just and the clown there. In old Romanian clown culture, there's a symbol of death that is just a clown, but he has to be over your left shoulder. No, 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 no. Okay, so this is a bunch of celebrities, right? On mm -hmm. this cover, a bunch of celebrities. What happened to a bunch of celebrities in 2009? They died. They died. Yep. There we go. Proves it. That Predicted is... it. All right. Let, let it be. Let it be. One of my favorite songs. Yep. Okay. Um, 
You've got Paul, George. I love this collection of four solo albums. Yes. No, that's the white album. Oh well, all of them at for white on. No, this is actually this is actually them jamming in the studio together. Yeah, that's yeah. Simpler times. Yep, and then they sued each other over it. Yeah, you that's know. what I was getting at. I guess you're right. It is. It is them. I, I more wanted to point out the contention, but you're right. The actual yeah. music is more of them jamming. I thought it was. I thought it was nice at first. This like was, this, they were just jamming and having a good time. I was like, yes, they're back. And then they sued each other. I, I was reading interviews, and John Lennon was like, "Yeah, Let It Be" was basically Paul McCartney was this great big god, and we were all sitting around groveling next to him. And I'm like, oh, come on, that's ridiculous. And then I watched the movie. That's exactly what it looks like. Paul's literally on a pedestal, like, playing his <laughs> piano upright. Everybody else is just sitting on the floor strumming their guitars. Yeah. So is Paul McCartney the reason the Beatles broke up? Yes. If Paul didn't get a big head? Yeah. No, no debate, no contention. Yeah, I think we all agree with that somebody calling themselves Paul or Paul was the reason they broke up. So what do we see on the cover of Let It Be? Uh, the four of four members, four their, their faces are all in a square by themselves. Now, again, Paul making himself different than everybody else. His background is red. Red like blood? Yes, red like blood. Did you just answer your own question? I did. Do you know what I think is funny? Um, in Revolver, which I didn't talk about because bef- th- that was made mm. before he allegedly died, his face was in profile and that was supposed to be a death clue. Here, John Lennon's face is in profile, but nobody brought that up. Yeah, well, that's true. Because John Lennon, John Lennon did die, though. Yeah, maybe that. that maybe it's it's a death omen. But they're all going to die eventually. So the blood red for Paul. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> you can't say that it's a death omen because he died eventually. Because everybody dies eventually. Thirty years later, we're looking at it through the lens. Yeah. I have a feeling that when Paul McCartney actually dies, Nick's gonna do a podcast about how he's really alive. <laughs> Paul McCartney oh, got, got resurrected, guys. Check his grave. He is not there. I do want to talk about how what Paul's doing right now is he's uh, a character in the new uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movie, yes. right? Yes. Now, Thomas sent us, prior to recording, he sent us one of the promotional posts. We have comedian Tom Ross' phone number. Yeah, yep, yep. We, we are, are that lucky. He, he, sent, uh, he sent us a picture. It was a promotional poster with, with Paul. Actually, now that I think about it, that was on Facebook. He didn't send it in text message. No. So we got him on Facebook. Too. At least that, yeah. But he, but it was a picture of Paul. And then what was the, the tag? It was, because uh, the name of the movie is like Dead Men Tell Dead No Tales. Dead Men Tell No Tales. And it, so it says this right, right under Paul's picture. And I'm like, okay, you're either playing with it at this point or like, I mean, it's a little too on the nose for you. Yeah, he's playing with it. Well, I kind of want to watch it. I kind of watch it. Captain Eyeliner is what I is what comes to mind when I see the picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's pirates. They're all about that. So let's let's finish this up. Paul McCartney, dead or alive, maybe. Maybe. I, I just I think that this is. I think, like I said at the beginning, it's more that this conspiracy has endured in me for a long time because i love it i don't think that there's a lot of like evidence of course what annoys me the most is that this is one of the only conspiracies that you can look and find out where things came from and why everything's bs and people still believe it you can point to 
Drake University and their It's not one of the only paper. conspiracies. You can do that with every conspiracy. No, and some of them turn out to be true. Like, I can look at the Salem witch trials, and I can say, wow, this is where people first started doubting that these people were actually witches. I can do that, and that still turned out to be true. But you can't do that necessarily with, like, a big, big conspiracy theory like... Like, like Denver Airport. Like Denver Airport. You can't... There's no... You can go back and say, yeah, that's why they did it. That's why it's BS. And that's what's so annoying to me is you can still go online and see these. So uh, I guess we'll end it with that. Yeah. It guys, right in with your, your comments, questions. We finally finished Paul is Dead, and I'm stoked on it. And uh, let's give it up one more time. Thank you so much, Tom, for being here. Thank you. Yep. All right. Well, uh, guys, tune in uh, next week for some content we haven't decided on yet. I'm signing off. Signing off. Signing off. Hey everyone, I'm Nick. I'm JJ. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash conspiring to argue. Follow us on Twitter at CTArgue. And follow us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash conspiring to argue. Or please check us out on our website, conspiringtoargue.com. Or email us, contact at conspiringtoargue.com. Join the conversation and look forward to future episodes. Thanks so much.